The subject matter contained in this presentation is based on biblical principles and designed to give you accurate and authoritative information with regard to the subject matter covered. It is provided with the understanding that neither the presenter nor the broadcaster is engaged to render legal, accounting, or other professional advice. Since your situation is fact-dependent, you may wish to additionally seek the services of an appropriately licensed legal, accounting, real estate, or investment professional. No one can serve two masters. He will either hate the one and love the other, or be devoted to one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. Therefore, I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you shall eat or drink, or about your body, what you will wear. Is not life more than food, and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds in the sky. They do not sow or reap. They gather nothing into barns, yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are not you more important than they? Can any of you by worrying add a single moment to your lifespan? Why are you anxious about clothes? Learn from the way the wildflowers grow. They do not work or spin, but I tell you that not even Solomon in all his splendor was clothed like one of them. If God so clothes the grass of the field, which grows today and is thrown into the oven tomorrow, will he not much more provide for you, O oh, you of little faith? So do not worry and say, What are we to eat? Or what shall we drink? Or what are we to wear? All these things the pagans seek. Your heavenly Father knows that you need them all. But seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things will be given you besides. Do not worry about tomorrow. Tomorrow will take care of itself. Sufficient for a day is its own evil. This is Medjinomics with a friend of Medjugorje. And you are listening to Medjinomics broadcasting from the Radio Wave studio at Caritas of Birmingham and Alabama, broadcasting all over the whole world. There is something that we would like to share with you today, which we feel is very important at this particular moment in history. With the news of yesterday's impeachment vote in the U.S. House of Representatives, which is really something just symbolic at this point, but it does show how far they are willing to travel, how far they are willing to go in pushing forth their agenda. We want to share with you something that a friend of Medjugorje said back in August of 2008. Now, today's show may be a little bit shorter than a normal Medjugorje broadcast, but we feel the content was important enough that you needed to know and listen to this multiple times. So why are we sharing something which a friend of Medjugorje said over 11 and a half years ago. It's because it deals with none other than Nancy Pelosi, who was the head of the recent impeachment. His words, 11 and a half years ago, are words which we believe should have been taken to heart. And so here is a friend of Medjugorje, August the 25th, 2008. So our latest messages have to be incorporated into life. Once you're incorporated in life, you've lived it, then you can convict. 
and you convict by your life, and there'll be people that will not like it. And so you got this clash. But we need to realize, too, that we have situations in our nation, an incredible situation where people are claiming to be Christian, claiming to be Catholic, that are not living what they're supposed to be living. And we've got to realize to be Christian and to walk this way means something. And so when we say love and forgive, it doesn't mean we forgive certain things. We're willing to take people back, but there's a confrontation that we have to confront. Today I was sent a statement that Nancy Pelosi just gave. It said yesterday's NBC TV show, Meet the Press, House Speaker Nancy Pelosi was asked to comment on where life begins. She said, I would like to say that as an ardent, practicing Catholic, this is an issue that I have studied for a long time. And what I know is, over the centuries, the doctors of the church have not been able to make that definition. Astounding! What kind of garbage is this? If you're going to be converted, can you stand here and listen to this stuff? She's claiming to be an ardent Catholic. And she says that the doctors of the church, over the centuries, have never been able to make that definition. Tom Brokaw, of all of them, told her at that point that the Catholic Church, quote, feels very strongly, unquote, that life begins at conception. Pelosi said, in response to that, quote, I understand, and this is like maybe 50 years or so, like that. And again, we want to cut in very quickly here just to, again, share with you that this is from 11 and a half years ago. So these events are taking place in August of 2008. And so here's a friend of Medjugorje as he continues. And this is like maybe 50 years or so, like that. And so what she's mean, that's only in the last 50 years. The doctors of the church beforehand didn't do this. So this is only the last 50 years that the church feels very strongly, which means what the church is teaching today, they're wrong. She goes on to say, maybe 50 years or something like that. So again, over the history of the church, this is an issue of controversy. She finishes up a quote. A history of the church, this is an issue of controversy. You know, what is Nancy Pelosi? Is she a pagan? She's not a pagan. No, a pagan don't know it. They're excused to some extent in many ways not knowing. She's an ardent Catholic. She says that. So if you have an ardent Catholic saying who's practicing and saying something like this and saying the doctors of the church says they don't have that definition, and even a journalist who says the Catholic Church feels very strongly about that life begins at conception. And then her saying, oh, this is just in the last 50 years. You know, she's not pagan. She's a heretic. You know, there's nothing else to call her. Can I say that when that lady just gave a message about love and forgive and bring joy to the risen world? We've got to convict people and not stand for certain things. We are not converted. So things like this don't upset us. This should upset people out there that this woman who's portraying all the people who aren't Catholic, a falsehood, and a falsehood is a heretic. A heretic's defined a person under any religion, but particularly the Christian who holds and teaches opinions are that which has made the standard of orthodoxy. In strictness among Christians, a person who holds and avows religious opinions contrary to the doctrines of Scripture and the only rule of faith and practice, or anyone who maintains their erroneous opinion. You know, heretically contain a heresy contrary to established faith. This woman is a heretic. How do we deal with this? So let's go to Judas Maccabees. 
Let's go to scriptural principles. Everybody should read Judas Maccabees, both Judas Maccabees 1 and 2. And the first thing Judas Maccabees did with the Maccabees was the purification of the Jews themselves. They were in idolatry worship. They had poles, which were designated as things with their idol worship and practices. And the first place he went to was the Jews who were in collaboration with the pagans, and he slayed them. Am I saying that slay Nancy Pelosi? No, I'm saying excommunicator. Either she recant, let's do this. Let's, the Catholic Church means something more than join the Rotary Club. Is that a strong word to me as a layman say excommunicate? Not really. You know, as a faithful, I'm asked to stand up for the faith. We in union with the bishop should call for her excommunication if she don't recant. She's a heretic. Let's just say what it is. Why do we dance around this and we'd be nice and please don't say that or, or here, we're going to give you some time to do this. This woman is dangerous and she has blood on her hands. Nancy Pelosi has blood on her hands. Do you understand that? Do you understand what that means? I understand what it means to say it. Some people may not agree or I'm being too harsh. No. Judas Maccabees wasn't too harsh and it's time that we use, not the sword, but we use what the church says when somebody speaks out this strongly and heretical in a public position that professes to be an ardent Catholic. Her words, quote, I would say that as an ardent practicing Catholic, this is an issue that I've studied for a long time. And what I know is over the centuries, the doctors of the church have not been able to make that definition. Blood on her hands. I belong to something bigger than the Rotary Club. I belong to something that means something. And I demand you as the bishop, as not was done several years ago with a scandal that broke, that this is scandalous and something needs to be done. At what point do we convert and we convict? Oh, we'll forgive her. But not as a heretic. Not as speaking on the behalf of the Catholic Church and nobody's standing up to this. That's what Judas Maccabees is Old Testament. What was the principles? He purified Israel. Are we going to purify the church? I had a priest tell me years ago that we need a smaller, leaner, holier church because that's what will change and grow bigger into more holiness. Not one fat and full of slop. Cut it out. And, you know, it brings about salvation. If somebody's even threatened with excommunication, many of those people back down. And they reformed. You're not doing Nancy Pelosi a favor by not confronting this and say, you recant this and we're going to deal with you as a membership of the Catholic Church. Am I telling the bishops what to do? I'm just taking the liberty that's given to me by the church itself to speak out. What do you do? What's left to do? You may save her by removing her from the church. And that's what's important. We pray for her. We want her salvation. Who wants the devil to win? Even when she speaks for him himself. And so let's call a spade a spade. She's a heretic. She needs to be dealt with. And you say, well, here our lady says, be those who convert. Well, that's going to convert somebody. Pelosi has to convert. Others have to convert. Others have to change. When the church gets tough on this, you're going to see people change. We find more people convert when we're tough on what we put out, strong on what we say, and lay out the scriptures in a clear way. And so there's no mincing the words there. A friend of Medjugorje said what he said 11 years ago and we believe very much that had those words been heeded at the time, we may not be in the situation that we are in today. This is a very good example of what happens when someone is not brought into check, when someone is not corrected. This is how far it goes. And as a friend of Medjugorje wrote in the book, Big Q, Little Q, their actions against President Donald Trump 
are in reality their actions against you as an individual and you as a believer. What they do to him, they will do to you, they will do to us. And so we need to take these words to heart, something that should have taken place, and no longer live silently and no longer put up with these things anymore. We encourage you to go back and listen to these words again, so full of wisdom from 11 and a half years ago, and put them into practice in your daily life, in your families, at your workplace, wherever it is that you might be, and do not stand for untruths any longer. And incidentally, today is also the fourth day of the nine days before Christmas Novena, in which the meditation for today, a friend of Medjugorje says something very much the same. Listen. Don't be a coward. And he says, do not be afraid. Several times she says this. We're to speak out. Today, we don't do that. We just be mute. Or we say, well, I don't want this. No, I'm not going to stop spreading the messages because I demands us not to. May 25th, 1996. I also wish that you all become active during this time that is through me. This time is through her. Do you realize what's going on? What the Heavenly Father is doing and sending Our Lady? And in a period of time in which the membership of the church may not step forward and do what it is that they are supposed to do, Our Lady has raised up apostles. You have heard a friend of Medjugorje say this many, many times. These apostles are not figurative. This is a literal thing that Our Lady has done. And so we encourage you to be active in this time, to be strong, to not be a coward, and to stand up. Our prayers are with you during this Christmas season. We ask you to remember the Caritas Community Annual Plea. You can go to medj.com and click on Donate, and we ask that you please be generous this year as we end the year 2019 and head into a new year, 2020. It is important that the community start off very, very strongly, and for that, we need your help. Thank you. And so on behalf of a friend of Medjugorje, Caritas of Birmingham, the Community of Caritas, BVM Pilgrimages, the Caritas Mission House in Medjugorje, Medjugorje.com, and Radio Wave 24 Hours. Good night. The subject matter contained in this presentation is based on biblical principles and designed to give you accurate and authoritative information with regard to the subject matter covered. It is provided with the understanding that neither the presenter nor the broadcaster is engaged to render legal, accounting, or other professional advice. Since your situation is fact-dependent, you may wish to additionally seek the services of an appropriately licensed legal, accounting, real estate, or investment professional. This ends the Medjinomics broadcast with a friend of Medjugorje. These broadcasts are available as CDs, which are sent directly to your doorstep on a monthly subscription. For information, contact Caritas in the U.S. at 205-672-2000.